Welcome to this week's End of Days Update. We had such a great time in Sterling, Illinois this last weekend. It's amazing how hungry everybody is. Hey, our new book came out a few weeks ago. We thought it was going to be, uh, it will be delivered in a great deal in June, a big release, but we had some early, so get it if you can. Uh, so many folks are getting it. We want to get the message out as much as we can about Jesus coming. And if this weekend you're anywhere near Austin, Texas, we'll be at New Life Church Sunday morning, Sunday night. We'll be getting into the Word, and we'll have a great time, so come be with us. So, you know, we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. And we say it every week, you know, the rapture is signless, so the second coming has tons of signs. So if we can see the nations getting into position for what they're going to do just after we leave, it's a wake-up call for us. And really, uh, Jesus never rebuked the crowd but one time. He rebuked the Pharisees over and over and over again. But the only time He rebuked the crowd, He said, hey, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. So you think about it. When Jesus walked into a city, demons started screaming, have you come to torment us before the time? I love that. Instant submission before Jesus even says a word. The cool thing I like about that though is that the demon said have you come to torment us before the time they knew Jesus had a schedule and they were he was early so if demons can know what the schedule is how much more the church should know what the schedule is so that's why Jesus wanted us to know he said you can tell what the heavens are going to be the what the storms are going to be but you don't know your hour of visitation so let's pick up what's happened around Israel tons of stuff keeps happening you got you got clashes on the temple mount you've got Jordan dealing with America about how we're going to oversee it not oversee it but make sure that Jordan is overseeing it, not changing the status quo, because they're pushing for that, because that's what's going to be the big deal. But mil militarily with Israel, you had uh, uh, drones fired from Hamas uh, and Hezbollah toward Israel. Israel took out those drones. Uh, you had Israel taking out another battery of missiles up in Syria. This is happening every single week, and there's not one time you hear it in the news. Uh, the thinking is, though, Israel has to keep defending itself from letting armament build up on its borders. Why? Because this is even crazier. We talked about the International Atomic Energy Agency last week, talking about they saw the fragments of nuclear material in three different locations. Well, even crazier, they said uh, this week, and the Jerusalem Post said, Iran has just installed a thousand brand new centrifuges to enrich uranium. Why is that a deal, make, a deal breaker? Uh, there's no one overseeing this. Uh, even Israel's uh, leader said that Iran could have a nuclear weapon uh, within a couple of weeks. And now everybody goes, well, we hear that all the time. No, they, when Israel says that, they really mean it. That means they've got to do something. Why is that a big deal? Iran literally delivering uh, missiles to Hezbollah that can carry a nuclear warhead. Israel's going to have to do literally a, a, a blockade in the ocean keeping those missiles coming from Hezbollah. Now these are serious. They have a 3,000 kilometer range. Uh, how we found out about it was Israel and America were doing a joint exercise called the Chariot of Fire and they saw these missiles being deployed and being loaded down. Israel, I'm surprised Israel didn't have to even take those out. They probably will have to take those out. So all of this is happening in the midst of them verbally saying we're going to annihilate Israel. Probably one of the things that was so cool that freaked me out this last week was the blood red moon. We saw that on Sunday. The amazing thing about that was were the constellations around the blood red moon. This freaks me out. The moon was between the two scales, indicating that the heart of man is in the balance for eternity. With that, you had Virgo. Uh, beyond that, you, you had below it, you had Sagittarius. The cool thing about this with Virgo, you've got Regulus, which is a king planet, doing retrograde motion, forming a crown. Uh, with uh, with Virgo giving birth to the king. I mean, you, it's absolutely bizarre how the heavens are basically saying Jesus is just about to come back. There's so much more you could get into all that. You know, the, of course, the stars got perverted, but all the signs there, the 12 signs of every month, 
uh, and, and locations of them pretty much completely. If I had the Hebrew words and the Greek words, it completely gives you the entire plan of redemption. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, so exciting that is. So you got natural things. You got, you got dust storms in Iraq. You got tornadoes. You got fires. You got all the natural things coming along with uh, NASA talking about more asteroids. Obviously, they've talked about Wormwood in 2029, but there was an alert out for the asteroids that were coming this week. There was a fireball spotted over the Ukraine. Said, I mean, over the England. They said everyone in England could see this fireball. So you got natural things happening along with more sunspots coming from the sun. They say it could disturb the uh, satellite. Uh, the phone service could be messed up. I think my phone service has been messed up a lot without. Uh, uh, sunspots going off, but it's still happening. So thing, event after event after event. Now, this was a little crazy one. You had the president of the United Arab Emirates. Uh, he's the one that basically came up with the Abraham Accords, which is showing a place for the two-state solution for Israel. The first person he's getting ready to meet once he got elected is Emmanuel Macron. Now, I've talked about Emmanuel Macron. He's doing everything behind the scenes, literally, to support Israel, going into Lebanon, going into Iraq, literally doing things that the Antichrist is going to do, coming to Israel's uh, uh, to assistance when no one would in the world. So you're watching it do him do certain things that are very similar to the Antichrist. I know he can't be revealed until he leave, but if he's not the Antichrist, he missed a wonderful opportunity. <laughs> so with all that, we always go to the signs. Okay, those are things that are happening right now. We go to the signs in the Bible. They're, they're exact, they're precise, they're, they're uh, uh, in, in, inarguable, they're so perfect. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem went back. After that, you got the Hebrew language restored. Then you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. Then you got the fertility of the land of Israel. Then you got the revival of the Roman Empire. The Capitol building in Strasbourg, France. Emmanuel Macron is the president of the EU this year. The French president was in rotation. Look at their Capitol building. It's identical to the Tower of Babel. Not similar, identical. So then after that, you got the Temple Mount Institute. They're ready to start having sacrifices. You have foxes showing up on the Temple Mount. You had fish in the Dead Sea. Ezekiel prophesied that 2,700 years ago. You had the, the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah was a couple weeks ago on the Day of Atonement. Absolutely crazy. So you have all these things happening that point to His return. Sign after sign after sign. Men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. With that, uh, uh, there's so many more uh, with the ritual baths around the Temple Mount filling up with water. Uh, so you have nature getting a position. You have 172 different species of predatory birds. This one freaks me out because right after the rapture, God calls on the fowl of the air to come clean the land up at the Ezekiel 38 war. Seven years later at the Battle of Armageddon, He calls on the fowl of the air again to clean the land up. So you've got the cleanup crew in Israel. So all these different groups are in position. Russia's in Crimea. Russia's in the Ukraine. Didn't even talk about Russia. Russia's space force said last week, that it would take three hours to annihilate all of NATO and all of Europe. Uh, so Sweden and Finland said they were going to join NATO, and Russia said, we don't care, but we don't want them to do that, but it's not going to hurt us. But craziness going on with all these things happening. So uh, nature's in position, fox are in position, birds are in position, fish are in position, Russia's in position. Why? Because Jesus is just about to come back. So after that, you've got, you've got sign after sign after sign. There's about 75. But then you go to signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and tabernacles. That's crazy. Four in a row. Uh, NASA calls that a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and tabernacles? This is crazy. 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 
1948 when Israel was made a nation, and 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So you've got just nature getting in position with blood-red moons. You had the Bethlehem star, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus coming together when Jesus was born. You had a little bit of a play of that this last week with the constellations coming together. NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. Those planets coming together, Bethlehem star. At his birth, what was the constellation Virgo? What was it uh, this last time? Leo, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So, wow, we have all these natural signs, all these heavenly signs, all these signals pointing to the return of the king. What do we do? You, you make preparation for Jesus to come back. You'd be more of a soul winner. I would hope you'd be kinder to everybody. Number one, you help your local church, help your local pastor, get the message out. Uh, all hands on deck. Why do we get into end time teaching? Just like a football player, like a quarterback, when the play clock's counting down, tell a quarterback not to look at the play clock. That's absolutely idiotic ill-advised, witless, brainless. No, the plays are more crucial when you have a few seconds left and the church has to get that mentality right now just before Jesus comes. How blessed are we we get to see Him face to face. All these signs and all these thought patterns because He loves you. He wants to bless you, wants to strengthen you. He wants you happy. He wants you hopeful. Why? You're about to see Him face to face. How cool. Eyes as a flame of fire, feet like fine brass, voice of many waters. God Himself coming back to the planet. Man, have a blessed week. We'll get into what all's getting ready to happen. Uh, we're so blessed to get to watch it and view it right before it does. Jesus about to come back to the planet. Have a great week. See you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.